I literally every day feels like the same fucking day. I know. That's like two weeks. I'm so bored. <laughs> I feel trapped. Okay. That's and I don't like that. It's no. probably like a new appreciation for my like apartment. Like okay. having a home, you know, and like being grateful for things. I miss getting out. <laughs> and like going to people's homes and like right. being around people. For sure. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, well, that. <laughs> All right. Well. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Be More Podcast. This is Brittany. I'm Maria, and today we're going to discuss. What are you talking about? Food. Just food, yes. Right. Yes. Well. Okay. Can I tell you why I texted this to you? I was like, we should talk about food today. Yeah. Because again, on brand, we didn't hash this week's <laughs> podcast. No, but like, it's fine. We're gonna figure it out as we go. The good thing yeah. is when we normally just have conversations, we literally just talk about what's relevant. Yeah. And right now, from there, and it's so easy for us to do that, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so I made. Uh-huh. I wanna. I wanna. I want you to get your mind thinking about things that, like, like I, when I was messaging you, all of the things that I was thinking about were yeah. because of this. So. I used to, I remember growing up, my father used to make like tuna melts and like tuna casserole and stuff. And I would just like, like at the thought of all of that. Yeah. And, and like my mother and I would just be like, it was gross. And then the house would smell like fish and it was super weird. Um, and I never liked, re- I never really liked fish growing up. Okay. So super fast forward to like me going through like not eating meat, right? And then I really didn't have a choice. I had to start eating fish more. Um, I had to start eating sushi. And then I learned to really love it and how to like make it well. And in the last like year, last six months, I was like, you know what? I really want tuna fish. Like I love a good tuna fish sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, you know what? I want something a little bit different. What can I do? Yeah. So we have like, um, not, not sponsors, but we have a, um, I'm obsessed with like everything that, uh, like cuisine art makes okay and we have like a griddler like one of the things like and it's like a panini press and things maybe i can try making like a tuna melt sandwich and i was like wait what's going on why do i want this i made it and it was so good (laughs) it was stupid good so i made one today it turned from like hatred to like i really am craving a tuna yeah like i start craving things i made one today and are you ready for this i like i usually i'm one of those weird people do you eat tuna fish ever like all the time. Okay, solid. When do you like make it into a sandwich? No, so you, I mean, so this is what I do at work when like I don't have lunch on me. Like I just grab like like the tuna package or whatever and throw them in my cube, and then I have a thing of rice, like pre-made rice, and I just make like a you know, rice bowl. That's cool. Are the packets good? Because they scare me. I mean, I yeah, I guess that's what I've lived off of basically. Like, cause when my mom would like make like tuna sandwiches whatever it would be from like the can or like the packet okay yeah i am from the can too i definitely have to there i know there are so many things in terms of like what they actually do to tuna fish but um like every once in a while you just get a craving for something right yeah and tuna fish is one of those like odd things that you get a craving for do you put onions in it ever Um, yeah i mean if i'm home and doing this like yeah i'll put like onions and eggs and like boiled eggs okay oh i've never done that that sounds yummy i have to do that you put eggs, I feel like everything I ever see you eat, there's an egg in. Yeah. I love yeah. eggs. So I definitely have to get on that more. It's so convenient for me. It really is. It is so convenient. And like, you know, it's like. It's like protein. It's like. That, yes. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the, that was one of the only things that when I was like, um, when I tried very briefly to be a vegan, but like don't have the brain capacity to handle it. Um, like eggs are one of the only things that I was like, I'm going to. I'm going to keep eating these because I don't know where. I still have to learn about where to get all of my protein from. Yeah, I know, yeah. So I, like, wouldn't give up eggs. But mm-hmm. I, like, have been experimenting a bunch with, like, what to make on a tuna melt. And uh, we are out of onion and, like, trying to figure out how we're grocery shopping now. So, <laughs> so I had – okay, so I also put, like, mayonnaise in my tuna fish. Do you do that, too, when you make like, a sandwich? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, have you tried Japanese mayo? No. Okay, that's another thing I have to – you it's more eggy it's like more egg uh yellow with the interesting so it's like premier i'll have to mm. <laughs> get you that you're just we're just have to make an episode of us you taking like me to like the egg market <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that would be so funny we should totally do that um but we don't have onions so i was like okay what can i use that's going to give it like that crunchiness of an onion so i put like cabbage in it instead 
okay. And then I put like um, I have a very strong obsession with pickles. So I also cut up pickles and put pickles in it because that's what I do. I put it inside when I make um, I make like chickpea salad too. And I put my pickles. Yeah. I put pickles literally on everything that I can. And then I mix it and I put chi- like uh, fresh um, like chives in it and cut them okay. up. Okay. Oh and I put it on the grill. Oh, it has like this like pickly, mayonnaise fishy taste to it. And it's so good. And as I'm sitting there making it, I was like, this probably sounds gross to like everybody, right? And I'm like, if you, yeah, but like, if it's funny though, because you look at things and you're like, you five years ago would have been like, ew, what are you doing right now? <laughs> That's true. I mean, your, your palate changes. Right? Yeah, which is super cool. Yeah. But I wanted to like talk about like more of that stuff, like how exactly what you're like, how our like relationships and our like tastes in foods have changed. So like you grew up, I mean, okay, so let's talk about this. I grew up at at your, I will never forget this moment. And I love talking about this. I feel like I know what moment you're going to talk about. Go on. One of the very first times that I went to your house. So I grew up in a super um, Italian American household and like just yeah, like pasta and meat and potatoes and like my like you know that was it and that was the staple and I walked into your house and you were having like a huge party and like on the <laughs> on the dining room table was all of this food and in the center of all of this food was a just a gigantic roast pig with an apple in its mouth and I was just didn't know what to do and then they were like they were like I was walking around and you know like I was never afraid to try things but that was like the one thing that I was like I don't know if I could do this like it has a head and then like the whole fish it was it was it's it makes you that's always so I'm always so curious when because I grew up you know eating all that like um like the like in Filipino culture like lechon is like the staple which is like the pig is yeah like all right it's a celebration like this is a party and like people that and like it boggles me that like people will eat like pork and like fish but like will freak out when there's a head and I'm like I I for me I'm just like, it, I don't understand it's a because like I'm so it's so like I'm so used to it that I'm like it doesn't even bother me but like fish used to get me the same way it doesn't anymore but this is what I and this is why I think like I can understand it now and can have appreciation for it but I also have like a sense of like remorse that's attached to it, which I, like, and after, actual animal, right, and, like, now I get it, and, like, that, I, it could still be probably part of why I don't really like to eat, like, red meats anymore, but, um, oh my god, just, it's, uh, side, side, my dad, when he, uh, is in the Philippines, and it's birthday, like, there's a big celebration, instead Mm. of lechon, the pig, they do a whole cow, like, a whole roast cow, like, a, like a huge like honestly how do you roast that it's insane i wish i had a picture on me but like a few years ago when he when he turned 50 i was there and we were having like a joint celebration because my birthday is like a week after my dad's right um and it was a whole cow and it was fucking delicious. that's for you but the way that I'm i was, roasted, sure it was. I, have to, I have to i have to find you the picture because it was literally just out and about just like just there being roasted that's it was like crazy but anyway the biggest the it's one, and it's definitely a cultural thing because it's one yeah. thing to eat it and yeah. be told, like, this comes from a pig. And then it's another thing to, like, walk in and be like, here's the pig. Like, yeah. now you see it. And, like, uh-huh. it's the same thing with the fish, too. And, like, fish, oh, fish always just get to me because, like, oh. they have, like, those big, bulgy eyes and, like, <laughs> like it's like, fine. Yeah. But it, it, for me, it was a huge, it was a shock yeah. for me to be, like, and I don't remember, like, being awkward about it, but I just remember being, like, oh, there's a whole pig right there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember you being outright, like, freaked out, but, like, I'm sure it was super. Yeah, because it's just, it it's, just, shock. It's just yeah, like, it just changes it. And that, I think, like, with everything with me and really understanding all of that and being able to see that, like, I don't have, I understand why we eat meat, like, and I, like, I get it. But I, I think part of me just, I feel badly for the animal, like for the way that they're treated. Like it'd be different if it was like, I went out on a hunt and I killed it myself. And like, I learned how to do all of it. Like it, I think I would have like a different perspective on it, yeah. which makes me feel bad. But um, like, I remember watching, like, I've never 
Uh, like, and this, it's the same thing with lobsters. Like, we eat, and, like, crab. Like, I rip up a crab, like, I don't care. But I remember <laughs> the first time, um, I remember the first, we were, oh, my goodness, I don't know how young I was. I was, like, barely a teenager, and we had gone to Virginia with my family. Yeah. My uncle took us crabbing because he was a chef. Oh, okay. I had to make fresh crab uh, and, like, make uh, linguine and clam sauce and everything. And he took us with, like, all of the cousins with him. And yeah. we came back, and he made us, like, clean out the crabs. And when, because they're, like, gross crustaceans and, like, oh, you know, yeah. they're, like, the cockroaches of the sea, literally. Um, yeah. We started, like, taking it apart. And I was, like, mortified, right? And though I will yeah. never forget this. We had, like, taken all of it apart. And, like, just on the shell, on the bottom of the shell, it looked like it's, like, heart was still beating. Yeah. I didn't eat fish for, like, yeah. a couple of weeks after that. But, but yeah, like... So you, yeah, yeah, you grew up in, like, an Asian household, right? Like, you ate, like, that was the norm for you. So what were, like, what were, like, aside from rice, because I feel like we always had rice at your house, and I used to have, always have the pork on the stick, and those, those lemon things, I don't know, remember what they were, but I remember them being delicious. Like, you had, I used to love eating your house. <laughs> there's so much food. The way that Filipino cuisine, at least for me, this is all from my understanding of, like, my parents and my family, like, mm-hmm. cooking and whatnot, um, we cook. Like there's a fucking army in the house. <laughs> like, yeah, really. Leftovers for days, and like I'm super grateful because like everything is so like in bulk. Like it's not just like all right, let's go have dinner, and then that'll be like the dinner for the night. Like no, we'll have food for a week, which yeah is super. I think economical. Yeah. <laughs> like, how how we cook because like back home like it's a third world country. If you can just cook in bulk and have food like set up for the rest of the week, like that's better. And also rice helps for sure to like because like every there's a saying in the Philippines that like it's not a meal if you don't have rice <laughs> really <laughs> like if you're just eating without that's rice, so like, funny. That's a snack like that's a snack like you're not that's so snack. funny but um even rice like back home is like it's filling so like you yeah yes. so then you have right. food going on for the rest of the day or the rest of the week so like yeah um, and for me it's always been like filipino food like from I grew up with that, like, American food was just, like, a thing I ate, like, in school. But even before mm. that, like, even before I started, like, packing lunch or, like, buying lunch from school, like, whatever, my parents would try and make me, like, um, bring, I don't know, just, like, like, rice and, like, whatever, like, but, like, it would be, like, because, like, they came from the Philippines, like, that's not weird to them, but, like, going to school yeah. and having that. For lunch, they'd be like, what the hell are you eating? And I'm just like, uh, Filipino food. Like, and then that stopped quickly because, like, whitewashed America, fine, whatever. <laughs> but um, I feel like at least one Asian kid, like, from each family has had that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's always been just Filipino food. Even at work now, I'm just, I bring Filipino food and they're like, oh, that looks great. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking Filipino food. I don't know. What to yeah, it's like a different, <laughs> just like a different, under, like, appreciation, right? But, um, also, to go back while you were talking about, like, the crabs and stuff with your uncle. Yeah. So, in the Philippines, this was years ago, but I still remember it because it freaked me the fuck out. Um, we were at a family friend's, like, um, like beach place, resort, whatever, and they were having goat that night. Like, I don't eat goat. Like, that's – I'm not very picky with food, but I don't like goat or anything gamey. It just – see Like, like, specifically goat, and also, like, I don't – I don't know, whatever. But so they're having goat that night and they had a goat farm, like a few like blocks down or whatever. Yeah. You could hear the goat scream. Nope. <laughs> it was super early. Like, like I, woke up, I woke up, I was like, I'm number one, I don't eat goat, thank God. I'm number two, if I did, like I would not have oh, like, no. I felt so bad. So like Yeah, my goodness. There's something like that shit like freaks me out. Because yeah. like, you're literally hearing the, the damn thing, like, die. And that that's what freaks me out. Yeah, I don't know if I could... Be I, that close to that process. Like, But I, I think that's the thing that made me... I don't want to think, like, I have... The, how do I even want to say this? My <laughs> thought is, if I wouldn't be able... The way that I see, like, just the natural, like, chain, right? Like, the food chain. Yeah. I couldn't kill it by myself. I should be eating it. Like that's, I think how my brain works. So like yeah. fish and stuff. Um, and even like a chicken, like I, I could probably bring myself to kill a chicken. Like if I really had to, I could probably bring myself. Probably. And I would honestly, I'm like the, we went on to, I'll never forget this. We went to Easter like two years ago and you know, I'm like 
overly obsessed with like the like awesomeness of like how bodies function yeah, yeah. like everybody was eating this like i don't even know what bird it was a duck i think that was like on bird? the table and like i didn't eat it but after everybody was eating it i was like examining all the bones and like putting them together. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> i know um so <laughs> like like, uh, like, when it comes to that, I feel like for the sake of, like, that, I'd be able to, to do it. And, like, I would want to repurpose, like, and use all the parts and everything of the okay. animal. But okay. when it comes to, like, a pig and, like, a cow and, like, a bigger thing, like, I don't think, I don't know how I would kill that on my own. And I don't think I, like, bring myself to do that. Okay. So, like, I, I, like, yeah, I have, like, feel, aside from, like, it would also be different, right? Like, I'm sure when, where your, like, your dad's and your birthday celebration, like, you know exactly what you're eating because you killed it and you're making it yourself. So, like. Mm-hmm. I feel a little, huh, I have, like, a hard time with, especially all the, like, issues that I have with my digestive system. Like, I have a hard time just even bringing myself to do it anymore. Because um, I definitely wonder what else is in there. Um, but, yeah, that is, like, the biggest, I will never forget that moment. And now it's just, yeah. it holds such a special place in my heart. And it was, it was awesome because it, it really opened my eyes. I really think that getting to... Like, and my friend, my friend Joy is Taiwanese, so when I would go to her house, I would eat a bunch of different foods, too. But it opened my eyes to, like, just seeing, like, there was more to food than what, and, like, my mother was an amazing cook. Like, God help her. I don't know how she, like, would work full time and take me and my brother where we had to go and also cook us dinner. Oh, my God. Yeah, my mom doing all this. I'm like, I don't, I can't even do it for myself. (laughs) Right, right. I don't know how, like, love them for it, but it just helped us. And, I mean, think about it. Like, my, my mom like my mom's grandmother she loves to tell me stories about her grandma used to make fresh pasta on sundays and like would lay it down out on all of their beds so like no one had to to sleep <laughs> like that's what she, she that's like the meals that she grew up with and like yeah, she, yeah. Because she, that was what she was taught so like even when i make um like eggplant and like certain types of like when i make sauce from scratch like i know i'm doing that because culturally i was taught that but like yeah, that's sure. not only the staple of what i eat anymore so like what are do you find that you're like still your go-tos and the things that you crave are still like Filipino foods or like broken out into other things that you love to eat now? I feel like it's more, I lean more towards Asian food in general still. Like Filipino food still obviously is like the majority of my diet. And even if I go like even like a day or two without it, I'm like, I need like, I need like something like make something that's super Filipino. And, like, I'm trying to learn, like, a few weeks ago, or I don't even know how long ago it was. Like, time escapes me. But um, <laughs> Especially now. Especially now, when it feels like Groundhog Day every day. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, like, I'm learning how to make Filipino food, or at least attempt oh. just because, like, so. I, I feel like um, it's just, like, an homage to, like, my culture. Like, I just feel like yeah. I, need to, I need to know how to make this stuff, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I think even even so, like even living in America and whatnot, I still, if I have the choice to like go out to eat, like I'll still be at an Asian restaurant. See, that's that's yeah, that's just like how my palate is, and like I have no qualms going to like an Italian restaurant or like something like European. Like I have no qualms, but like my my taste buds are just like craving all the time like Asian food. Which is why we go and eat all of like the awesome Thai food, like and all the places that you're taking me to eat that I always fall in love with. Oh my god, you have to go, we have to go to, like, a Korean restaurant. There's a really good ramen place around here. And Sounds like, um, so, so Once this is all done, obviously. Yeah, I'm so in. I, I think my, some of my favorite things to do, and it's not to say, like, I, my taste buds have changed so much, and I don't know why. So, like, I, yeah. I never grew up eating hot sauce or anything spicy. I and now you strictly just eat spicy. Food. Like that's like the heart of my existence. Um, I never grew up eating like any anything like that. Anything like just it was just really like American Italian and like even like I honestly was having a conversation with somebody not too long ago because I um, they were from Russia. And I was talking that like they were, and they were eating, they were talking about some of the things that they eat. And I was like, you know what? My, my father is like Russian. And I was like, I don't know any food, like other than like borscht. Like, I don't know any like Russian foods. So okay. he was talking to me a little bit about them. And he was saying how like a lot of like the foods um, in Russia are like stews or soups or things like that. Yeah. Which I was like, maybe that explains why my dad and I like soup so much, but <laughs> I don't really know anything. The only, the only like foods that I know that are from like my dad's side are yeah. from his like Jewish culture, like how to, like how yeah, to okay. and like things yeah. like that. Um, 
which all, like are always gonna like I remember when he used to make them and we always used to eat them and like like always gonna like cherish all of that but I don't really know a lot and like our uh, like and the, I feel like Italian foods have become so like they're it's so common yeah it's and it's become like almost American like yeah it, Italian foods like all the way that we cook anyway is like considered if it's morphed into Italian American rather than the actual right. Yeah, and like there, are, I'm sure there are some like pizza gain, and there are a lot of other like Italian, um, like truly Italian things that like we don't see in Italian American, but it is like there's a really sorry, there's a really good Italian restaurant around here too that I that me and my sister and like a few other people like went to like I would say a couple years ago now, but now I'm like craving that food because it's actually like Italian. Yeah, so, yeah. There, like it's just like. Because yeah. like the majority of the Italian restaurants around here, around like our neighbors or whatever, are Italian American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the the true Italian places, honestly, they really have like a, some type of fish at the heart. Mm-hmm. That's that's which is so funny because I feel like so many so many of the like so many cultures that are not American actually have fish at the heart of what they eat, and then we have like beef and red meat at the heart. But like, you think, think about it. If you think about it, Italy literally at the Mediterranean. Right. And like, we have all of these lands that have, I mean, we definitely pushed it uh, beyond what was like naturally available, but like, we have these farmlands that have these animals in them. So, like, it it doesn't, it's not obscene, but like, we have pushed it a lot. Um, But it's it's interesting because I really don't know where my palate, where my palate came from. But like, I. Well, it started. It started out as like your like. I feel like Italian would be like your foundation. Yeah, that yeah, it's like and like it's yeah, very but Italian American because right. my father like my father doesn't really eat fish very much, okay. so like it was it had to be and like he was like a steak and potatoes like that's his thing right like a, like that couldn't be any more stereotypical of like an American man but like that was his thing uh, and that's what he really grew up on too so um, yeah it's weird like my two favorite like, favorite food, the genres now are, like, Mexican and Spanish foods and Ooh, Indian food. Amazing. And what, what, what food? Indian food. Indian? Oh, my God, dude. So, like... That's so, that's so far from... <laughs> but, like, the, and the basis of them is, like, spices, right? Yeah. And, like, flavor. And, like, so that's... much flavor. There's so That's much. what I go for now, and that's what I crave. So, like, we have started... Um, and like, there are some other like, like vegetable based. I don't really think they're, technically, I don't know if they're American or whatever. Like there are, there are some nights that Dan and I are just like, okay, we need to get like halal. We need to go find a halal spot to get halal from. Yes. Or like, what, like we'll want to go to like, to get Indian food. And like, they, we, um, we have like people that we work with who are Indian who like, oh my God, when they feed us, I had this like <laughs> amazing, I, I, it, I can't even explain, like some of the things that I've eaten. Mm-hmm. And there's and they're like based in vegetables, right? Like both of those like genres are really based in veggies and spices, and like uh, it's just so stinking good. Like I have to learn how to make it. Really, yeah. But, like, oh, so many I'm flavors. Sure. I pick a spice, and it's just like yeah. oh, amazing. But also because your digestive system has changed so much too. Like that yeah. is the something that you can have. Like it's not heavily involved with like meat. And like red meat. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. But yeah, I just, yeah, that's what I go for because I, I just, I don't want. Like I've really learned, I have so much like, like love for food, like a hundred percent of foodie, and I don't get to eat like, I don't eat meals a lot. You know what I mean? Because like I'm always so busy, and like I have, like I end up finding myself having a lot more snacks than anything. So when I actually have a meal, like it better. Like, I want to have an experience when I eat. Experience? <laughs> You're such a foodie. <laughs> no, I really am. Like, I want to have I want to have an experience when I eat. And there are, like, what, do you have anything that you have on your, like, I will not eat that list? I will not eat? Yeah. Is there something that you're like, nope, I'm not eating that? Um, I don't think I have, like, I'll try it. Like, I'll try it once. Like, I said, like, before, like, I don't like goat. It's because I've tried it, but I won't, like, not mm. retry it again. Okay. Um, I don't think, I really can't think of anything that I wouldn't at least try. Okay, that's solid. And also, I feel like that came from my parents being like, That's good. Um, you should be grateful for whatever food you have in front of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, of course, unless you're allergic, then don't, obviously don't eat Well, it. yeah, yeah, that's, like, a whole other level. <laughs> but... Yep. 
I feel like because my parents, I think my parents have like, like, cause they, they grew up poor, like not gonna lie. Right, like, right. So whatever, cause my mom would always used to tell me stories about like growing up, like they didn't have money basically. Wow. Um, and sometimes like she would eat just plain rice. <laughs> and it's so weird to think about this, but it was like plain rice and like coffee. Mm-hmm. And, like, the coffee and the rice, because, like, that would give it some flavor, because, like, they had no money. And I'm, like, mom, wow. crazy. So, like, stories like that, I'm, like, all right, I'm super grateful that we do have food on, like, you know, in front of us. Yeah. Like, whatever you put in front of me, I'll eat it, but, like, maybe I won't like it, but I'll try it at least, so. Yeah. Um, I think that was the mentality that we grew up with in this house, at least, that, like, that whatever we do, like, you should probably eat it, at least try it. And if you don't like it, then mm-hmm. give it to whoever else is in next to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here you go. I don't want it. Can you're, I- <laughs> you're so much more reasonable than I am because I have, like, <laughs> I've heard, and I feel like it's just because I've heard so many stories about, like, really obscure things that people have eaten, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Like, like even bugs, like my grandpa on my dad's side, like my dad said, we should just eat a bug, <laughs> like, off of, like, whatever. Okay. So <laughs> I wouldn't really, I really wouldn't be opposed to it. I wouldn't, I mean, like, if, I didn't know if it, I didn't see the legs, like, that, because, like, you <laughs> like, I, like, so I went into my, like, then here's the reason why, so, like, it's, it depends on your association with the thing already, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, how, all I'm gonna think is, like, legs, and, like, if, if it was, I mean, mind you, we probably already eat, like, so many bugs already because of what's, like, in peanut butter and what's in canned foods and, like, stuff like that that just gets in there, that's, it's fine, it's protein, whatever, and it's, it's probably, honestly, it's probably for us to eat that, like actual bugs, than it is for us to eat a lot of the crap that we eat. But I can't. You can't fathom. And not like, be in the form of like, a bug if you want me yeah. to eat it. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. But like, yeah. there are things like, at, like, uh, like snails and escargot. Again, it's a so I've had snails. They're pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've, I think, I honestly think that it's probably because, like, my uncle kind of scarred me with escargot when I was I little. I feel like the majority of our so, food situation, like, food, like, picking it or whatever, is from, like, prior, like... Oh, yeah, it's all. It's all, people's, like, experiences and associations. Like, people so, saying things and then... Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely, definitely much more... I am so very grateful to be as, like, open as I am to, to being, like, willing to try different types of foods. Because it's just, I would be so bored. And it's like, it's, um, I don't think I would even, you don't even know what you're missing out on, right? When it comes to food. And like, it's, you might like it, but you won't until you try it. Like, that's, yeah. And it's funny that you brought up, um, Mm -hmm. like a habit that you like, your your willingness to eat anything is kind of like a habit that you've learned. Like, mine, whether it be a good thing or a bad thing, and you can probably talk to this too, is that I, I can't leave food on my plate. Oh, no. No, 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 And if I do, I need to find someone else to eat it for. Yeah. And it's just, and I feel like that was really developed because my, like, my parents always used to say, like, you have to clean, like, you have to eat everything, right? Like, be grateful for the fact that you have food. And, like, that is just so ingrained in my head. So, mm-hmm. like, sometimes where it's bad, where I, like, will not stop eating even if I'm full. Like, it, it develops a weird relationship with Food. yeah and like it's and it's like something you have to become aware of like yeah. i've really had to become aware of and like starting like better portioning control and things like that um but yeah i don't mm-hmm. and it's interesting too how my i can't i can't leave like no food left behind it's like kind of like a shirt that i need <laughs> and, and no like that's the it's funny, the biggest thing, another, like, huge thing that I just never could really comprehend is, like, where, I was so picky when I was little, like, little, little, like, I was super picky, like, most kids, like, can be like that, but then I, I literally, like, I have a problem with, like, like, what, like, the way that I eat, like, you've seen me eat, like, I definitely, me and food, like, I love it, but I probably don't have the healthiest relationship with food. Scarf it down, yeah. Yeah, like, I literally eat everything in sight, um, <laughs> Or sometimes you don't like it's very un- it depends it, it depends on the day too I feel like yeah that's very true it, it I don't know but go on sorry no no you're right but it is it's like and it I think that with food the hardest thing that I had to really learn was understanding that you eat for like nutritional value and what you should be doing to like like what your diet should consist of versus right. like just eating because it tastes good it's I mean also food in the American culture, it's super social anyway. Yeah. Like, the majority of the time, like, oh, you want to hang out? Let's go get food. 
like yeah. there's a social value to also eating and um it's very i mean in the philippines it's very familial like you know everyone has to eat at the same time everyone sit at the dining room table everyone like well all this stuff so it's like very familial and very cultural. but in america it's like all right let's go eat like you might not be hungry but like someone wants to go hang out and eat like all right i'm gonna go eat yeah. so it becomes very like i don't know unhealthy toxic or whatever yeah yeah um, i can definitely see that but let me ask you this question yeah. what is something that you really really super like so like mine's like my weird tuna fish milk like what's something that you really really like that might be like against popular opinion of Against popular, I feel like Filipino food is just against popular opinion. <laughs> like shit. Well, I mean, okay. So I don't know. Like I'm oh. weird. Okay, so like I'm that weird person that like drinks the pickle juice out of the jar. That's weird. Right. Not that because I don't like pickles. <laughs> like I don't like. It's weird because like I don't like pickles. Oh, but still. Okay, still. So I know so many people who like pickles and are like, "Why do you do that?" And I'm like, "It's for I mean, like, and it's good for your muscles." <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it really? Pickle juice is good for your muscles. Well, I have like a instead of having like a post workout. Because uh, of the sodium content, which is essentially what you drink when you're using like a, uh, like a post workout to help flush your system. Uh huh. Interesting. Um, I mean, like the majority of Filipino food is kind of not like what mainstream America would like anyway. So, like for yeah. example, um, there's a dish called dinuguan, which if you break down the word, dugo is blood. So it's pig's blood. The the it's a stew and it's black. It's like black and it's pig's blood that's boiled down with vinegar and um, I think it's just vinegar actually. There's no like soy sauce or whatever. But it's like pig's blood stew with like the traditional dinuguan would be like intestines and like in the innards basically of a pig and like the liver and whatnot. But um, because if you get it at an American like a Filipino restaurant here in America, it's like just like beef and like pork and whatnot, but maybe liver, but nothing intestines, but like that shit is fucking good. Um, in the there Philippines- There's so much flavor. There's so That's much like, flavor, ugh. delicious. But um, in the Philippines, if you're younger, they usually, your parents usually say that, oh, it's like chocolate. It's just like, you know, it's, it's dark. That's why it's so dark. Yeah. So that's how kids like kind of like like grew up knowing it. It's like it's like chocolate stew, but it's fucking pig's blood. So like like that that is fucking delicious. But like if you if I told anyone that it was blood, forget it. Yeah, yeah. So like there's that, but also like there's why is that so? Like the like when you eat a burger or you eat steak and the blood runs out. Blood that's literally, but that's even more blood than like what the stew is because it's boiled down and cooked down. But like the blood that's like. Like a fucking medium rare steak is legit blood. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, yeah. but so even like it's 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 culture. It's like all right, that's weird. That's literally all blood. But like, okay, you're eating a steak like, and it has blood it, in it. Right. It's no different. Um. Not any different. I feel like I'm just gonna just like say another like I'm just gonna say like Filipino dishes. So like, there's another. Cool. Stew. I'm learning. I like it. There's another stew. My mom makes this all the time um, during parties. So you've probably seen it, but you. I don't know if you've eaten it, but it's oxtail stew. Okay. Um, with like vegetables in it. Like it's usually just like string beans, like bok choy, whatever. Um, eggplants. But the stew base itself is peanut butter. With um, like a few other spices. And that shit is delicious. But like when you say peanut butter, like you can already taste it. <laughs> like, right? Like in your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like... It's legit that. Like, it's that watered down yeah. with other spices. And, like, people are like, holy shit, like, peanut butter and rice and, like, oxtail. I mean, it's not like- the, the things that I've learned, like, that amazing, like, uh, we had, like, an Indian, how do I, like, an Indian, it's not, like, a trail mix, but, like, a, an Indian mix, like, a salad mix. Uh-huh. It had, like, peanuts in it, and it was spicy. And it's, like, the things that peanuts go well with are so beyond what, like, Americans understand. Like, the... Like- the is that it yeah and like the vegetable and like the it was just so like spicy and it tastes like peanuts and it was so i just like yeah like every time i that's why i think that's what i like i like about food is that every time i eat something i'm like wow i never would have thought that these these are so good and i never would have put these it's very because i feel like not to be super like american food is so bland (laughs) it is it's extremely bland it's boring as fuck boring as exactly it's boring as fuck like i'm not trying to like all right, fast food though is a different story. Uh, American fast food is a different story for some. Okay, reason. so that was what I wanted to ask you next. <laughs> what is your like my go-to fast food restaurants? I have to eat the yeah. 
Um, let me think. Well, so I'm more, I probably would go for Wendy's and Taco Bell. Also because it's very convenient because there's a Wendy's and Taco Bell right next to each other in this town. <laughs> oh, well, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's true. But, like, I'm more towards Wendy's and Taco Bell. And also, if I'm in California, I'm going to fucking Jack in the Box and In-N-Out. Like, that's not negotiable. In-N-Out, oh, my God, In-N-Out was, we went to In-N-Out before I had, I think it was a summer before I had gone uh, yeah. vegan. Oh, my God, it was so sick. so good. Well, I'll say Shake Shack, though, is better than In-N-Out. <laughs> I've never been to a Shake Shack before. I always hear such there's a one, There's one opening super close to us. Oh, I also forgot about Chick-fil-A. That's like my top. <laughs> I have opinions about fast food restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's so many things happen in that <laughs> No, okay. Chick-fil-A for sure. Wendy's and Taco Bell. And then I, if there's a Shake Shack around here, forget it. It's like Chick-fil-A and then Shake Shack. What at Chick-fil-A is like makes you like like it so much? I think they're waffle fries and their cheese sauce. <laughs> mm-hmm. And their spicy chicken fucking sandwich is pretty good. Though I did not have the spicy chicken sandwich at Popeye's yet because the whole craze. Do you remember that craze? Um, what craze? Everyone was doing a chicken sandwich? Like, yeah, everyone's doing a chicken sandwich and the Popeye's had, like, it sold out for weeks. Like, oh, really? Yeah, and they limited their, like, supply to, like, one per customer. It's just fucking crazy. <laughs> With hysteria over a chicken sandwich. That's amazing. I don't know. That. I mean, I feel like fast food, it's just a comfort thing for me. Yeah. Like, if I don't feel like cooking or if I don't feel like eating whatever's at home or whatever, like, I know I can eat it tomorrow and, like, I'll just go out and grab something quick and comforting. Yeah. Well, it's all like food, it definitely is, it depends on, like, your mood, too. Like, oh, totally. Totally. And there is always a mood time for Taco Bell. Oh, for sure. Taco Wait, Bell is mine. Taco Bell is. <laughs> Is mine. <laughs> Taco Bell, man. Did you hear that Taco Bell is, like, one of the better fast food restaurants, like, nutrition-wise, anyway? I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. But, like, when I say that, and you think of, They like, also, like, have a lot more options for, like, vegetarian and, like, different, like, they, that's one of the biggest reasons why I would be able to stick with them for so long, is because I get, uh, I mean, salt and sodium are probably equal for every single one of them, but at least yeah. they have that, you know? Yeah. But I was going to ask is Chipotle fast food or is that like casual, like casual fast, whatever the fuck it's called. Chipotle is also up there. So I don't. Like, do you lump that? With- in my mind, I, this is how I deem something fast food. Yeah. If I can eat it in the car <laughs> and if I can get it without having to get out of my car, because okay. that's my life is being in the car. So like, like Wendy's spicy chicken nuggies. Ooh. All about it. Ooh. I feel like you have different ones for like different places and different things. And yeah. like Burger King's French fries are my favorite French fries. Um, chicken fries, Burger King, whatever I. Those are, those things are good. But, oh yeah, that's what I deem fast food. So like, um, anywhere that has like an eat in, I consider it like a. I don't I don't know what I would term it, but like probably like what you said, like a casual, casual like a casual, casual dining, maybe? yeah, whatever the hell it's called. Um, um. but yeah, Chipotle is delicious. Delicious. We also do not sponsor any of these restaurants. I wish they sponsored us. Can you imagine? <laughs> Taco Bell, if you'd like to sponsor us, we will shoot our, our podcast right from a local, a local, local Taco Bell. <laughs> I will sit there and eat Taco Bell every time we do this. And you know what's funny? So I don't drink soda. I think you know this. Me either. We soda. share in that. I don't. It hurts. Do you know my soda story? Why I don't drink soda? No. My mother was smart in her part, I guess. When I was super young, my mom made me try Coca-Cola that she, like, basically, like, almost, like, it was fucking freezing. I had to be, like, four or five. It burned my fucking throat. I can only like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm like, I don't like soda. And ever, ever since then, I was like, this fucking hurts my throat. I don't like carbonated shit. That's crazy. <laughs> so, um, but if I am a Taco Bell, though, I have to get fucking um, the Mountain Dew. Ugh. Like, I have to. Dan like, loves it, too. I won't even drink it all. I'll give it to my sister. And I'm like, I, I've taken three sips, but like here. It's, it's, just, so it's definitely like a sweetness flavor thing. Cause I'm like that too. Like I used to get like, they, like we have like our like excess soda now, which is better and doesn't have all that yeah. sugars in it and stuff. But, um, I would get like, you get cravings for it. Like I would get like a random craving for Coke. Um, 
And then, but and so my issue, I have an issue with soda. I get hiccups whenever I drink soda. Yeah, I burble. It's like it's gas. Yeah, but like instantly, like I take a sip of it and I get a hiccup. Like it's sure. really, really weird. And like they're painful. So like I can't drink that much soda anymore either. I, I don't necessarily get that with what we have, but like things like Coke and Sprite, I don't know if it's like because of the, like the chemicals in it or if it's like because of the sugar content. I don't know, but it like makes me get this really like, like this hiccup that gets like stuck in my throat and it's so painful. That's annoying. Yeah. That's so funny. I never like, like I'll, you are just like me, like we are water people. Also, I grew up drinking milk, like a fucking glass of milk. Oh, I remember that. Ugh. When we used to eat, you'd have milk, and it used to weird me out. <laughs> fucking gross. And now I think about it, like, that's fucking gross, because now I'm, like, slightly lactose intolerant or whatever. Really? Not, like not really. Like, it's just adverse. Like, I would rather, like, sometimes cheese bothers me. Sometimes, like, it depends on the day with my body. Like, I can't really, I don't know. It's not, like, something that, like, is, like, I'm not lactose intolerant. It's just, like, I'm, like, adverse to it, I guess. Yeah. But before, like, yeah fucking gross like a whole glass of milk like i was one of those people dude i remember that but like your bones are great i'm like yeah but i hate even thinking about the fact that you made me do that and it just but yeah i I don't do milk anymore i I drink oat milk i do almonds oh good oh my god that's what i have in my um i would rather drink oat milk yeah even, like, my creamers for, like, coffee or whatever is all non-dairy now. Well, that's good, though. Whatever works. Honestly, that's what – so when I um, when I started to learn about uh, what was going on with, like, my sinus infections and what would make my um, – mm-hmm. like, aggravate my stomach, um, like, milk was a huge thing because, like, your body – your body really turns – like, your head turns a lot of excess, like uh, – like dairy into like mucus like it's gonna like because yeah. your, your body your body's gonna see it like especially for me with my allergies and everything your body sees it as a foreign substance once you're not taking it in for nutritional value right like if you're in excess of it and then your body's gonna try to fight it off and for me it would turn to like mucus and then i would get like a ton of sinus infections yeah okay so like i really had to and it would aggravate my stomach and like it would give me like like almost like ibs but not really it would just swell my stomach up and then i really how does my stomach feel weird but i cannot it's really interesting. I wish, like, I would have learned this earlier, but, like, my body does not process, like, animal product very well. That's a, yeah. That, did that develop? Yeah, because I never used right. to have an issue. I never had, like, I used to eat, like, cheeseburgers were my thing, man. Like, yeah. I, I never <laughs> used to have an issue. But as I started to get older, I don't really know what Your the body just doesn't break it down as you know like compared to when we were kids because even when i like eat like a lot of like red meat or just like meat in general mm-hmm. like an ex- excess amount and that's the majority of filipino food anyways like meat right sometimes i'll just get super nauseous i'm like all right like i ate way too much like that's gross number one and number two like it, it's definitely my body not being able to process all that meat anymore yeah well, the <clears throat> i really think the <laughs> the pivotal point for everything mm-hmm. related to my stomach i didn't really have many issues when we were in high school but i no, think i mean not no neither of us did yeah but i think the pivotal point for me was going away to school yeah <laughs> eating terrible things right okay. like Alex, yeah, all the stuff that i ate like being on meal plan um, oh yeah that doesn't help like the college diet and the convenience yeah meal plans and just like fast food around us yeah did not help especially because like where did I live yeah the first two well my first year at school I couldn't remember where I lived like like when you're in a dorm you don't have the ability to cook for yourself no like you don't have a stove like you just don't um so you didn't have a choice and I got like my freshman year I always had issues with my stomach and like I always had issues with my immune system, but I never really understood any of it to know what was like what to it all do. Came to a peak. Yeah. Um, it all came to a peak and I ended up like in the hospital my freshman year with like a stomach virus, like to the point where like I had no control and I was like passing out. Like it was just really bad. Yeah. Um, and like that was a pivotal point for I think my like my whole system. Just be like you really have to change what you're eating because like we cannot handle everything that you've been putting into your system and like then after that like I, I didn't really change I didn't really change too much in terms of like not eating meat anymore 
mm-hmm. for a while. And then when I started to get, I would get like the like stomach pains and like, like someone stabbing me and like a lot of like, um, like just stomach swelling that I couldn't understand and just feel really uncomfortable. And I would get sick all the freaking time. Like I was always sick. Yeah. Always freaking sick. And, and like, you're in college because you're a performing arts student. Like that's not- yeah, I was, I was always sick. Yeah, yeah. Like, I always had a sinus infection. I always had a stomach issue. Like, there was always something. I was always freaking sick. I don't know how I survived. Um, But I never really realized until, honestly, like, until I got out of school. And I was like, okay, well, (laughs) I got to my last straw. Like, to the point of where, like, Dan and I would go out to eat, and I would come home, and for hours, I'd be laying on the floor in pain, and, like, nothing could get it. Because I would have, like, my intestines were always so inflamed and then mm-hmm. they eat meat or something that I couldn't break down and it would literally create a blockage in my stomach. Yeah. And I would have to go to, like, I had so many times where I had to go to the doctor and have to get something to like help my body process stuff Just because I wasn't eating and like taking the supplemental things that I needed to support Work. myself. That you weren't listening to your body. Yeah. And I didn't know that was the thing. Like I, no one taught me how to, right. I didn't understand yeah. like, we um, very basic things in biology. Yeah. yeah. But like um, no one really taught me to understand like we, and I, I had taken a nutrition course in college, like along with like the psychology classes that I was taking. And that was the first thing that made me realize like, oh wait, uh, I'm not eating for the right purposes. <laughs> so it was just like a, it just, you have to like retrain your relationship with food yeah, uh, and understand that at the point of you're eating to like for nutritional purposes. Um, and if you want to, there is, you do have the ability to eat for nutrition and also eat for the experience. Right. But it, like, you can't compromise your wellness for that. And I feel like that's the hardest thing with our culture, right? It's like, it's, it's, it's also an addiction. Like you're addicted to food, especially if it's like, cause for yeah. American food, it's high sugar, high sodium, high, like mm-hmm. everything that's very addictive. Um, so Which is why you get craving for talk about too, right? Say that. Which is why I said you, but, but I mean me get craving for talk about two in the morning. <laughs> um, but like, it's with any addiction. Like, even, like, caffeine. Like, if I have to wean off of coffee for a few days, because, like, I know I've had so much caffeine. Like, now I'm eating yeah. it because it's not busy anymore. So, like, I get random headaches. But um, it's like you have to train your, not even your body, your, your brain to be like, no, you can't eat that much. Like, you can eat, but not that much to the point where you're, like, not listening to your body. And it becomes <laughs> a problem. It's that period. It really is like a periodization game with your with your brain where you develop the habit, right? Yeah. So like, for me, and you're totally right. Like that. No wonder why addiction is such a big. Like we don't look at like the heart of the culture, how our culture like really pushes addiction to be a thing that people have to struggle with. But like you're right with everything you've said about what is in the food that we get have like is most easily accessible to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but the when I first, when I had to stop, when I t- chose to stop eating meat, like it was a huge like adjustment, especially because I like chew, chew I like stopped eating cheese and like, no, nah, I love cheese. So yeah, like it was really hard in the beginning. Yeah. And I had to like intentionally tell myself like, oh, I want to eat this, but you can't, I was like, you can't have this. You can't have this. So like, I really had to like develop the habit of just saying you like focus on things that you can eat and like go That's for those. And like the the mental, the mental shift that people have to tell themselves, I suppose like, no, you can't have this, but instead say, oh, I can have this though. Like I, I'll have this instead of this as was saying, you can't, you can't. can't." Cause that's just like, cause then it's just really, yeah. It's just like, you're just like, you're just diminishing, right? Like your ego, honestly, that's what it comes down to. It's it's not for your self esteem, I guess, because like you're saying no, which is a negative thing. Yeah. As being like, oh, I'll have this. Like, yeah. that's a positive thing. Like, it's and just a very have to. That is the hardest. And, like, that's the hardest part of that transition. And, like, being able to – I learned a lot about, like, why I ate what I ate, right? So, like, I had to find a substitute for eating cheeseburgers because I love I love a good burger, right? Veggie and, like, like, black – yeah, well, veggie burgers are mm. – <laughs> Okay, never mind. There's a lot of places that make veggie burgers are just like peas and carrots and like oh. rice, and they're not very good. Black bean burgers are so good. Black bean burgers are banging. So thank goodness for like, like them becoming really mainstream, but yeah. like finding an alternative and realizing like, and even with when I do eat chicken now, but there was a long period of time where when I was trying to like figure out what exactly was causing my issues, 
um, I didn't eat chicken. So I would, I would feel like I was suffering whenever like someone would eat a hot wing around me because like <laughs> I loved hot wings. Yeah. I had to really say to myself, Oh, I can, what can I have? And I realized this is how I learned like what I, I loved flavor, not what I necessarily what I was eating. So like I would have a black bean burger and it would be more like enjoyable to eat because like it didn't have that like meat taste. I didn't have to worry about my stomach, but I still had all the flavor. So it was like the toppings that mattered. And then I would make myself like buffalo cauliflower, Ooh, like, so fried, like like any like a fried veggie, and literally just put hot sauce on it. And I was like, this is ten times like <laughs> as delicious. So like, it wasn't yeah, for sure. Like I had to, I learned a lot about like what why I ate what I ate, um, and then it was just trained like changing my mind to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it it's I've had such a better relationship with food and with myself since I've gone through that because like you learn about yourself and like you're actually showing up and like taking care of yourself, right? And like that's going to develop a better relationship with you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, food, it's so funny the way that we talk about it. Um, but at the heart of it, like it really does become this like very personal, like ex- explorational. It's personal. It's a personal connection. Yeah. Which is why, oh my God, all the times that oh, I can't tell you all the criticism, like all the criticism that I got for what I ate and what I ate and how much of that and how much of that I didn't. And like, just, uh, really? like, like when you shifted your diet, I would get criticized all the time. Really? Yep. But like, I'm saying food is a personal experience. So then why are other people like, why are other people judging other people's personal I think it, I and again, think it's it, a human thing. Like you're yeah. Just, like, and it's like a, it's like a, you don't know how to, right. If I sell somebody that I don't eat mate that I don't eat, like I could, I don't eat steak and like their, their cultural connection, like their whole family experiences are eating steak they're going to feel some type of way about it. Like, and you have the right to that. Like, I'm not, not eating it because I'm trying to offend you. I'm not eating it because I'm trying not to offend my stomach. <laughs> right. And I feel like people don't get that second part. Like, no, you're, yeah. like they just hear that you don't like their right. whatever. And it could be a whole, it becomes a whole other argument when you're like, when active, like animal activists or like you're killing an animal. And like, that's a little like that, like, mm. like it's not that I don't disagree with it because like I said, like what my views on it were, but at the same time, it's like, what he's like you're not gonna that system is so strong in america like just leave him alone like let them like let them get educated on what it looks like but like until somebody offers like a a costly like a not costly alternative until the system is fixed like you don't have the right to judge somebody because it's not their fault so it's like it's just it's very complicated as a consumer of meat products it's not my fault (laughs) like like i feel like they should be attacking whatever um Persuading. So that's our last episode. Like that's the, going after the systems, right? Right, right. Was that it? I think that's the majority of what we want to talk about. That was good. Yeah. Do you have food? Very more or less lighthearted compared to. Prior. Yeah. Definitely needed that. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us on this episode of Be More. Hopefully, it made you hungry and it gave you some ideas on things to, to eat after. Try to eat. <laughs> that's fine. I'm gonna go make another snack once we're done. So it's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> But we will see you guys on the next episode. And make sure you listen to us on SoundCloud, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on social media. And we will talk to you guys soon. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.